Hey guys, before we start the show, the Patreon is officially live today. Patreon.com slash MOS podcast. There's also a link in the show description. And there's going to be free stuff up there for the next few weeks. Cool little free things as we lead up to releasing the first bonus episode sometime in May. So get signed up now. Check out the fun little videos. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to we can't wait to share more episodes with you guys. Patreon.com slash MOS podcast. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for telling your friends about it. If you haven't, no thank you. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hi, Chad. It's nice to see. I can feel, I can feel spring creeping closer. Hi, how are you? There, there's no spring where I live. There's none. There's no spring at all. It's There's snow on the ground. It just snowed yesterday. I drove home on Easter Sunday from the airport three hours through a blizzard. You see, kids? Through a blizzard. April 17th, through a blizzard. That's what we in the business call flaming someone. I knew it was snowing up there because my family you lives there. You flamed me? And I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the term is, but I'm trying to fire you up. I wanted to. Well, I knew if uh, I mentioned the word spring, you would fucking unravel immediately. I'm not unraveling. Listen, you, you, you shut your mouth. You listen shut your mouth. You listen You're to me. not unraveling. You shut your mouth. You're not unraveling. I'm not unraveling. I've been unraveled. Ravel Let me tell you up. before. Before up. I even left for the trip, where I had to come back. First of all, let me tell you this. I was I've never been on a fucking flight that's been that's been delayed because of wind. There was a ground stop in America. They had to have a ground stop for planes because it was too windy. So I missed my show in Chicago on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I uh, it was just like the craziest the craziest experience. I went then I get to, to Minneapolis to to fly and my plane's broken. Then when I got to Chicago, a car had stalled in the only lane that was open, one terminal away, so my car couldn't get to me for 1 hour. So I had a fucking delay <laughs> after my delays. I could have walked Dude, it was the worst travel day. Now, I will tell you this. I'm always happy when I get all of that shit out of the way in one day. But before any of that happened, before any of the travel woes happened, I had ordered a chair online. Okay. It's a really cool chair. It's called a zero gravity chair where it, it looks nice. It's leather. And it looks like it's a nice piece of furniture. And it reclines like a normal recliner. But then it'll go all the way back. Zero gravity. It helps your bones open up, your joints open up. It's got heat. Now is this? It's got massage. Oh, it's got massage. Yeah. Now is this one of those things where they're like, it helps your joints open up, and then you ask anyone with any scientific or medical understanding of the human body, and they go, that is not accurate. Or is this? Is it? Does it really help you? I haven't asked anybody about science since COVID started. I don't give a shit. They told me my joints would open up, and I bought the goddamn chair because there were 125 star reviews, okay. none of them verified, sure. all with broken English. So it's like, okay, I see Obviously, what's happening. This is real. You're, you're paying people five bucks to go 
chair, me likey. It's the craziest thing in the world. So I get the chair. I put it together. Takes me a while. Mm -hmm. And I go to back to the box to get the adapter. No adapter. The only fucking way this chair works is with power. And there's no adapter. So I call the people and I go, hey, there's no adapter. And they go, are you sure? And I'm like, uh, yeah, bitch, I'm sure. And there was a box of N95 masks in with the chair. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see this as part of the deal. So the lady goes, there should be a little box because I called back again. Should be a little box in there. And I go, I go, does my chair come with a box of N95 masks? And she goes, no. And I go, well, I think the people that boxed up my chair were smoking too much weed on their break and put in a fucking box of N95 masks and forgot my adapter. Let me tell you something. I don't know a lot about this chair. I only know it doesn't run on N95 masks. So I go, can I get an adapter? She goes, well, I have to talk to some. I go, fuck, who? Why are you talking to anybody? Send me my adapter. I have a chair that is inoperable in my home. It's just, it may as well be a fucking treadmill for how often I'm going to get to use this thing. I go, I can't, the function of it, there's nothing. She goes, well, it's a it looks, it's a nice piece. I go, it's a, it's a piece of shit. I have nothing, no use for it. What horrible customer service to be like, hey, it's still something. No, make it the thing it was. Give me the thing that I ordered. Yes, yes. And then she goes, finally she goes, Okay, we're we're shipping an adapter. I'll get you the tracking number when I can. And I go, why would you track it when you're going to ship it overnight? Because you have to. Because yeah. I don't, I don't. I may as well not have this chair except it sits in my living room. I can't even bring my other chair downstairs yet because this chair. And I went to another furniture store <laughs> to look for a buffet and a tall shelf. Okay. And I was walking all over, couldn't find any of them. And then uh, as I was leaving, I saw two perfect pieces. The buffet I wanted, like the buffet of my dreams. And then okay. this tall shelf for my mudroom because I have a wire rack in there right now. And it looks fucking tacky as shit. So I'm going to buy these things. So I go all the way back to the buying center and I go, hey, I want these. And the lady has to walk all the way up to the front with her cane. And she goes, these? And she writes down two numbers. She goes, let's go back to the thing. I go, this is, uh, you know, <laughs> this is not, not a effective. System. Your yeah. system is not effective. And so we walk all the way back. And then this lady goes, you can't, it's called, a, the shelf is called a hall tree. And the lady goes, uh, Vicky, you can't sell the hall tree. And I said, what do you mean? You can't sell the hall tree. She goes, it's for display. And I go, well, when, when do I get my hall tree? And she goes, it says here second week of June. And I go, oh. no. So I go, what do you mean you can't sell? Outside in your window, it says sale. As in, you're going to sell me stuff. I didn't walk into your fucking yard and start pointing at things. This is a store. And so now I'm pissed off again. I have remnants of this chair creeping through my mind. And, and she goes, listen, I'm the manager and I'm telling you I can't sell. I go, well, how hard is it? You're not a manager if you can't manage. Sell me the fucking hall tree. So now I'm like losing my mind. And she goes, we can't get it till the second week of June. And I go, how about this? Sell me this. And you can't get it till the second week of June. I've always, I've always, I, it can't be that popular of an item. They do that all the time. Like, hey, you can't, just sell me the fucking floor item. Just sell it to me. And I know yeah, yes. that's, that's some bitchy, whiny shit. 
where give me my furniture now but i it furniture is outrageously expensive and i know there's a backlog you know because all this but just give just let me buy how many people are coming in if they tell you there are 15 people who have ordered the hall tree then i go gotcha i will get in line but if you're the first person to have walked in and asked for that in two months well fuck just give me the one because no one's gonna put a fucking picture of it on the wall no one's buying this shit that's what I told you. I said, you don't need a floor model. Listen, I mean, it's like, you don't need a floor model to sell something you can't sell. Right. That's the dumbest thing in the world. So I, I was super pissed about that. And then I just fucking left and I go, sweet museum. And then I just <laughs> left. Because that's another place where I like stuff where I can't buy it. Flame. I've had no luck Flame. with furniture. Flame. Yeah. Flame. This is not going Flame. great. I thought you should go out to, you know how they, uh, the back of steering wheels now have those little ridges for your fingers. Sure. Mine are worn through because of driving through a fucking blizzard, April 17th. They're worn through. There's like, it's just a little tiny wiry stringy part where my hands go. When my mom sent me a picture of the snow on Easter, the first thought I had in my brain was, I can't wait to pretend like Chad seems happy because it's springtime. I can't wait. And I know that's not nice, but I, you're flying all over the place. So don't give me that look. Don't look at me with those eyeballs. Your life is still good. This isn't about you. You're, Sell me the fucking hall tree. <laughs> it's so simple. Oh, man. I have to, I have to give you a couple of updates on you remember the the where are they nows like where are they now but it was like oh yeah i think every single show should have them i i'm gonna do a where are they now for stories from this show uh one's one's an oldie so to for people who haven't listened from the beginning a year or two ago i told a story i pitched a reality tv show oh i remember this the basic tenants of it were it is 12 men in a house one of the men is straight 11 of the men are gay if the straight man all the gay men are trying to guess who the straight man is if the straight man gets through the entire show without getting guessed he gets the giant prize money but here's the trick they're all straight men and they're all homophobes right so it's just a bunch of straight male homophobes pretending to be gay to try to win a million dollars. And to backtrack where that came from, when my brother and I worked together at a deck bar and grill in Alexandria called Arrowwood, a place that you have visited. Whence I was a young warthog. Greg and I weren't really like allowed to work together because we would get yeah that checks out we would get really brothery you know and start going at each other and they didn't want to like bring us in the office like hey do you guys want to let us know why a bunch of customers say uh told us a giant brother threw a full salad at another giant brother today like we're getting a lot of brother fight complaints and the one night we would work together was Wednesday nights when a bunch of people would work because there was music on the deck. And I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but the live entertainers at the deck bar were like if somebody was scratching through a chalkboard, not just on a chalkboard, through oh, wow. it. 
it is not an enjoyable experience if you are working there. <laughs> and so Greg and I, we would come up with TV, like ridiculous TV show ideas, movie ideas, songs. I would pitch yeah. him jokes, anything to pass the time. And he had brought up, he goes, what about like something where you, ch and like he'd pitched the original idea and then we were filling stuff in and he was kind of guiding it, but we were coming up with it together. And I thought it was so funny. And that was years ago. And mm -hmm. I've been telling people about it forever. And then I told you about it on our show. You and did. then in the last year or so, so many people that listen to the show have been messaging me a video of a guy on Instagram who pitched the exact same show and called it straight to the point. Mm -hmm. And constantly people commenting on his video like, yeah, this was a good idea when Cy came up with it, you fucking asshole. And so I'm just, <laughs> and I can't speak for you, but I, for me, and I assume for you, stolen ideas is a like the worst of the worst right yeah i there was a, a joke i used to do about moving home right when i moved home and i went to my football coach's funeral high school football coach's funeral and said uh you know <clears throat> i walked up and I, I whispered you walk it off yep and a guy tweeted that and he had you know a million likes or something and people same thing commenting 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 but this is that's just like two lines what this guy has stolen is an entire show pitch and then he goes i named it something else i made it my own <laughs> oh sweet chatty you are gonna love where this goes okay I'm so ready. the interesting thing though i will say about stealing stealing one question do you get mad at this do you get mad during this story oh i've been mad the whole year yeah okay because i'm just calming down and i want i want someone else to be mad so the interesting thing about stealing material is the internet is kind of the wild west for that still you got these guys like fuck jerry these assholes who forever stole people's right. material to build big accounts and now they act like it's okay because they tag the person like anybody sure. on instagram is like "Ooh, funny video who's the original creator i should give them a follow these fucking piranhas yeah so stand up stealing stand-ups it's kind of like being a serial killer like technology has advanced so much that you can get away with it like a little bit. It's, it ain't the 70s anymore. You're not killing right, 38 right. secretaries without anybody noticing, right? Right. I remember like my first like month of doing stand-up, and I'm not going to say who this human was, but there was a comic. No, he he lived in... He flew. He was like a pilot, and he went back and forth between Detroit and Minneapolis, and he also did stand-up. And he would okay. just take jokes from one scene and perform them in the other scene and take jokes from the other scene and perform them back in this scene. And it took people a while to figure it out. But that, that guy's face is still burned into my mind. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was in Texas one time in San Antonio and I was working with this guy and did my set. And then he goes, hey, man, we should exchange emails in case I have ever have any questions. And then he did a corporate gig and he sent me the video of it to go, what do you think of this set? And he had three of my jokes in it. Oof. So this guy not only That's stole, but forgot gutsy. who he stole from <laughs> and then sent, sent it to me for fucking critique. 
Yeah, I have a critique. Stop using three of my fucking jokes. And none of the jokes were his. He had like a Brian Regan joke in there, which I'm going to tell you something. I felt like I was in great company. It's either it's either he forgot who you were or that is honestly one of the bigger dick moves. That's a that's a guy who thinks of himself as the ultimate alpha. Hey, how do you like your jokes I took from you and did? <laughs> no, because when I when I called him on it, he just wrote back, "Well, shit," and then I've never heard from him ever again. <laughs> that is just like, oh, fuck yeah, that's right, wrong guy. So, for a year or so, people have been sending me this guy's video, and I've just been, and he also the guy has a southern. He's like. A southern guy with a baseball cap and he tells like all right idea for a for a tv show you got 12 guys living in a house and he's like he's it almost feels like he's mocking me by doing it in my favorite you know <laughs> i can't wait to put his video on our patreon charge a buck for it yeah and then make a ton of money just off of him so he it's like ramped up in the last few weeks to the point where I even sent a screenshot of one of the messages to you and Justin to Hey Bells oh, yeah. and you in our group thread. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking lose it. And so somewhere in my anger, I was like, I had enough common sense to go, wait a second. Not only is this not like, just let, let me Google the idea, right? Let me, okay. let me Google the idea. Let me see how far it's been passed around the internet. I Google it, and I find a Reddit post describing this show idea at right about the time Greg and I came up with it. And so I call Greg, and I'm like, hey, man. And he's like, what's up? I go, hey, you remember our, uh, our show idea? You know, the gay guys in the house, the whole thing? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, did you steal that from Reddit all those years ago? And he goes, for sure. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> so you, st so he stole, oh yes. So then I go, Greg, I have spent years telling people that. I told our podcast audience that our fans have been attacking somebody else who stole it from me calling me the originator of the idea uh, this is i've i've been going nuts over this he goes yeah that's fucking really funny to me i was like what are you talking about <laughs> so that's why he did it he just did it and then when he realized that i was telling people i go greg that's the worst thing for a comedian the worst thing is that there are people out there who heard me tell that on our show and immediately knew it from somewhere else and went, size a hack. And he goes, yeah, that's like, honestly, the funniest thing I can possibly imagine. And so he's just been Holy fucking shit. long conning me for almost a fucking decade. And I, I can't even believe it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> now, if you have never seen... A picture of Greg, and then just picture him and Sai having this argument. It looks like Avicii is yelling at Thor. <laughs> oh my God. I had no clue that this is where this was going, and I love it so much. Oh, I love it. That's such a hard burn. I have a lot of respect. I mean, I'm frustrated, but I have a wild amount of respect for the move. So, my friend Sam 
one time I, we were out at a bar and I go, he, there was a girl there that was in his class in high school. And I go, hey, man, what was her name again? And he said something like, it's Martha. And so I was like, Martha, Martha. And I like walked right in front of her like, Martha, waving my hands. And I look over her shoulder and Sam is like on the ground laughing. Her name was like Kelly or something. And so this, that is a microcosm of what Greg has done to you. Yeah. And I don't know. Oh, it's so good. I'm it's ki- so good. I'm kind of ashamed of myself because I don't know why that wasn't my first instinct known how knowing how we've lived our lives for so yeah. like I've watched yep. Greg people thought he was forever when he went to NDSU. I know I've told this before on the show, but he just would be like yeah, I played quarterback at Kansas State and blew out my knee, so I transferred here to go to pharmacy school. Just a fucking liar. Just like, and I think mm-hmm. that stuff is so so funny. Like, you know, you and I have been talking about doing the truth thing, but I've always said lying to be f- like for a practical joke or to be funny. I'm full on board with at yeah. all times, and th- it, what a a hero's move. It is one of the things I miss most about lying because I'll do the the lie to to mess with someone, but then it's a there's a five minute limit on it. Oh, so not a decade. Would, you don't you don't stretch yeah, it out. Yeah, a, yeah, you I don't stretch love. it out through the meat of your brother's career. Holy shit! Is this glorious? The other one is far simpler and far more recent. So you remember a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how there were people in our house that were right near me when we were recording yep so they were we've had a lot of stuff going on since we moved in been really busy we had people coming to visit and we needed a room painted and we didn't have time to do it so we kind of looked in the area they they were painters and it's a family company the the mom and dad live here in the community it's called btw painting dad and then a son and the son cody is the the dude who came and gave the bid he's actually done a little stand-up before it turns out he knows everybody down here super sweet dude really great he's the one who comes and paints they do an awesome job painting i really like the guy so we are jen and i made friends with a couple in Mason, which is the community over from where we are. It's where we were when we were renting. And so we had stopped over and we were talking to them and somehow all the house chores came up and painting came up and the guy goes, oh, we really need to repaint our basement. The husband said that. And I launch into this pitch. I'm like, you gotta use BTW painting. You have to. And he's like, and I, and I tell him all about him, basically what I just told you. They did a great job. And he goes, oh, that's great. I'll keep him in mind. He goes, that's a pretty weird name. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And, and he keeps going. He goes, you know, because there's a, such a connotation that goes with that. Is it, is it a family name or what is it? I go, dude, I don't know. I mean, because, you know, it means <laughs> by the way, right? That's the slang sure. or whatever the shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, I, and I'm just trying to gloss over. I'm like, what, what the fuck are you caught up on that for? They're good. They're good at painting. Don't worry about it. And uh, we keep talking. We hang up for a while more. And I'm like, I'll send you their number. He goes, sounds good. I still think it's a weird name. I'm like, what the fuck? 
So I leave, and <laughs> and then a few days later, I'm at FedEx, and mm -hmm. this is a bummer of a sentence, but like the FedEx guy is one of my best friends down here, and I think he just every time I come in, he's like, "What's going on?" Like, I don't know how. The first time I was there, we had some big conversation. Now every time I see him, he's like, "Up, oh, I'm gonna ask you things," and so. We, he'd asked me a question, and I was like, we just got done painting a room. And he goes, oh, man, I just painted our house. It was terrible. It's like, you should have next time use these guys. And I tell him all about them, and he goes, I will, I will. And he said, like, the same thing. He goes, that's a crazy name. Do you know what that what it stands for? And I was like, I, I don't. And I walked away <laughs> from it, and I get home, and Jenna and I watch entirely different TV. Sure. That's an important thing because Jenna did not catch any of this until I'm in the house and I, w I walk up to her and we're in her office and we're kind of sorting through stuff and I'm, I'm handing her sheets of paper and one of them is the, I'm one of those psychos who I like keep all bills and everything. Like I'm, I, I, pay, okay. I pay with a check, I make a copy of it. I want, if somebody's like, you didn't pay for that, I don't want to have to argue about it. I, I've done mm -hmm. that before, and it's the worst thing in the entire world. So sure. I'm, I know you're smiling, and I know I'm, that's, I get it. So I hand it to Jenna, and she, I go, and I'm like, I just, I'm, why is everybody so weird about this name? And she looks at the sheet of paper, and she goes, because this isn't what you've been telling people. And I was like, What? And I watch so many true crime documentaries, Chad. Uh, that's what I was wondering. If I've that been was what it telling was. everybody that they're the BTK painting company. <laughs> that there's some bound tie kill. That they're I think it's bind torture kill. So it's even worse. But oh boy, they one of the most famous serial killers in American history. And not only am I telling people, I'm actively not promoting their business i'm not helping them in any way shape or form but i'm also glossing over people i know's concern like i in no way shape or form like yeah I, I mean it's part of culture but who cares it's just you know maybe they're honoring a serial killer like i just fucking completely <laughs> gloss so i know they listen i don't know if fedex guy listens but anybody else i've accidentally done this to it's BTW painting out of Mainville, Ohio. <laughs> they are fucking awesome, and in no, no way, shape, or form have they have they named their company after a famous serial killer. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, just <laughs> also, it's weird that your new best friend doesn't listen to the podcast. Hey, um, so I was in Wichita, Kansas, working, and what the home in some of. Clubs, BTK. BTK. So I'm in Wichita, Kansas, and they had a house where you would stay. Instead of paying for a hotel, some clubs will purchase uh, a home or an apartment, some kind of condo, and then everybody stays there so they don't have to waste money and they get their money back. Yeah, and it's like the worst thing in the world. Like one out of 300 of those is really, really great. And the other 299, you're like, could you just stick me in the worst, best Western? I don't know. I, I've never liked the condos. There's, I, I get that there's some nice ones. And maybe it's because when I was staying in condos, I was coming up as a feature on the road. And you were like, 
hey, sure. stay at the condo in Western North Dakota, like shit like that. So maybe when you get yeah. to the nicer clubs, it's a way better situation. But I never there's a, there's a condo in Denver that is choice. I mean, it is like it is. Oh, awesome. the one the one near what's the is it called Landmark? Is that the it's, yeah the Landmark, Landmark condo? Yeah, I've stayed location. in there. That one is fantastic. That's yeah. that's unbelievable. The one in but San Antonio. So, yeah. Well, you know, imagine being grossed out thinking about people having sex in the hotel room that where you stayed. And now imagine that, you know, all of them yeah. and what they're capable of. It's fucking disgusting. So there's I'm at the Wichita uh, at Wichita. Uh, I am in the condo. And what happens is sometimes if you are still going to be on the road, but your week hasn't started, they will let you stay some extra days. And then other times, they'll let people come in early. And sometimes, when there's a serial killer on the loose, they won't tell you that that's happening. So I got home from the gym on a Monday night, and I was like in the kitchen, and I heard someone walking around the fucking Wichita condo. And so, of course, I am double-fisting knives I put one like in my back pocket and I'm sleeking around the place. And finally, Jason Russell, a comedian, comes out of the bathroom and I'm ready to fucking stab him in the heart because I had no idea who it would have been. And, and then it was prime BTK. I mean, he's like, people are looking for him. They've just found more victims. It was a huge news story the entire week I'm there. And they just don't tell me another human being is going to be in the condo. <laughs> Fucking guess what? BTW. Tell someone when that's happening. My God. Oh. Do you follow automotive news or do you just like cars and want to see what the heck's going on? Well, then you might like Donut Media's new podcast, The Big Three. Hi, I'm James Pumphrey. And every week, me and my co-host slash two of my top five friends, Nolan Sykes and Joe Weber, unpack the latest and greatest in automotive news and trends on The Big Three. You'll also get a lot of laughs, hot takes and personal insight on cars from the biggest car guys in automotive media. So, whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes, up, that's a good-looking car, <laughs> check out The Big Three, available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the full videos at Donut Podcasts on YouTube. Can I, can I, I know those were two long recaps, but can I tell you the one other thing that, was really interesting for me yes, this week. Of course. So that's why we do this show. You don't even have to ask. My brother, well, I'm dominating a little bit, and I know you have things to tell me, but my brother Jeff was here, and we decided to go to the Ohio Valley Antique Mall. Okay. Which I've told you about before. Yep. And I, I love it there because of all the weird stuff. And they're my, my people are there. There's a, a guy in cowboy boots and a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. You know, a lady, a lady in a scooter filled with bottles. Like these are my, these are, these are my people. And sure. so I'm walking around looking at people, looking at things, having a good time. We kind of, it's really long aisles. So we come around. Okay the corner and we see a man and 
I want to take you through how I noticed things about him. Okay. So for he's he's a he's one of the thick whites. Like he looks like a former mm-hmm. like baseball player, and now he's a dad. Like he was maybe used to be sure. muscly. Now he's got a mm-hmm. little bit of gut on him. Looks you know looks like he could be middle aged. He's facing away from me in this moment. Okay. So the first thing I see is he has on those khakis that you can unzip oh hell yeah into shorts and i know you love those and that's i do that's an immediate like as my dad i i would be surprised if my dad doesn't have ptsd from how we roasted him about wearing those pants so i don't get why you would roast him i don't get it's like listen i want to go swimming right after church you know what i'm saying (laughs) I don't want to go home first. I want to go swimming directly after church. I want to run out of church and jump in the lake. Boom. So I chase his zippy khaki windbreaker pants. I'm following those up. Nothing interesting about the shoes. I follow up to his waistband. On his waistband, he is carrying a gun. Uh, It is a handgun. It is in a holster on his belt. And... That is fast. Like, of course, you're at the antique mall. Shit could get wild, right? Of course. Absolutely. You don't know what's underwater either. Something bites you. I mean, it's not like you zipped off the gun. You just zipped off the bottom of the pants. The gun stays. So if you have a, a, a some kind of, you know, sea creature grabbing your leg, you put two in its fucking head. Done. So then he has a T-shirt on. And the t-shirt is tucked into the pants and he has a belt on. And the fabric of the unzippies doesn't go great with belts. And (laughs) the khaki color black belt, black shirt are not mixing well. Everything is good so far. This is all good. Mm -hmm. So I said to Jess, I was like, we got to get, we got to get a little closer to this guy. And we kind of edge around, and he turns around, and he has a visor on, which is funny to me. I've never met anyone cool who wears a visor. And (laughs) it's hard to even, underneath the visor, he is wearing a gold chain, right? Okay, yeah. And not like a big, like, rapper's chain, but it's like, it's one of those, like, I don't know. It's not. It's kind of an Italian-y. He's not Italian, but the the chain you see an Italian wearing in sure. in a movie, sure. like stereotypically. And in his left arm, he has a tiny French bulldog, that is also. I swear, he's also wearing a T-shirt and has a little gold chain on, and <laughs> it is nothing matches. I like. What are you, the fucking sheriff of Confusion Town? It was, it was so funny and so weird. And Jess is more hesitant than me publicly, and rightfully so. The man has a gun. Okay. Right. Sure. Oh, of course. Well, but, it's because he's been bullied from fucking carrying around a French bulldog in a t-shirt. <laughs> but I wanted to do the what I call the accidental informational interview, where anytime I see somebody that's really weird in public that I want to know more about. I will walk towards them and then almost bump into them and then be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was 
wasn't paying attention. My bad. I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. And then as I'm apologizing, I will transition right into complimenting. So I go, I'm so sorry about that. That is such a cute dog. What's his name? And then they'll tell me and I'll say some more nice stuff. And then now I'm just asking them questions about themselves. Like, oh, he's, oh, that's great. I love French bulldogs. What's your dad like? Like, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I want to unravel everything about this guy. And so I'm trying to. I have on a gold chain and a gun and a holster. What the fuck do you think my dad is like? <laughs> and I, I was trying to convince Jess. I was like, if we go down this aisle, we can follow. Just like, I don't think it's a great idea to stalk a man with a firearm in the Ohio <laughs> Valley Antiques Mall. And I just, I got to tell you, I disagree. I just absolutely disagree. I got to tell you, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about police officers in this country over the last couple of years. If those guys want to help their images, fucking... Put on some tearaway pants, holster your gun, and grab a little French bulldog. And most people be like, you can absolutely arrest me. I did it. I just want to ride in the car with you and ask you a whole bunch of stuff. Like, let's... <laughs> what a wildly interesting man. <laughs> that, I mean, you're always going to see that shit. And I, I think that you hate antiques. But you go to this place because you know who you're going to see. Well, and I love this place because, so we went to another antique shop and it was, it's the difference between like antique and flea markety, you know, Sure. where you walk sure. in and you go, oh, that's a cool old seven up bottle. What are you asking for that? Five, six dollars, like $78. That's from 1958. And it's right. uh, one of the seven up select bottles. Like we met a very nice man who ran an antique store that I would need three more jobs to buy anything in that place. So the flea market is more, yeah. hey, le hey let's, uh, let's, let's get some Dale Earnhardt supper plates. Let's get, a, let's get a cup that is shaped like Grimace, and then let's get some antique wooden silverware. It'll be about $11, and it'll be hilarious. So I'm, right. yeah. But, but you're going to the place where they're like, well, JFK drank out of this 7-Up bottle when he was a child. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a, an antique shop being run by your brother, Greg. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Just lots of lies. Correct. So I got to tell you something before we go. I was in Des Moines, Iowa, home of the lawsuit. The lawsuit. Right? I don't know if any, if you don't remember, I was sued by a bar owner and his cunty wife and his cunty daughter. And I'm going to tell you something. That's not allegedly. <laughs> That's a fact, okay? That's a fact. No allegedly here. It's an absolute fact. And so I go down there, and I know I'm intense, but I got, I'm keep looking at this goddamn chair that I can't plug in. Okay, so I'm going to take a deep breath. So I go to Des Moines. Everything's going great. I always look forward to going back to Des Moines. Sure. Because I do really like it there. Show sold out. It was so much fun. People from all walks of life. I had a blast. Uh, so I go down there. Bill Blank is opening. Now, I'll tell you, there there are some people that in their hometown they will host, but they're headliners on the road. Sure. I mean, this dude is a sweat towel away from being an old black comedian. And he's a white guy. He's a my age white guy. I'm, and, I, and I say that with so much love because I never feel more confident when I'm watching a comedian than an old black guy that has a sweat towel because I know he's just go it's going to be the smoothest ride of your life. 
And so, so Bill Blank is there, and then Ali Sultan, uh, friend of the show, sure. is is going to open. Is going to be in between Bill and I. By the way, lights out funny. This dude, if you have a chance to see him, I'm telling you, you have to see him. Yeah. But before the show, I got a little preview. I got a little preview of some comedy, because I uh, Ali had driven, and I was going to get a ride to the club, and so I wheel my big T-shirt suitcase out there. And there's not room in the back of his, in the trunk. And so I'm going to put it in the back seat. Ali opens his back door and it clicks the car next to him. Now, the car next to him was within the lines, but he was so close to Ali's car. And he had just gotten there. And I know that because he's behind his car getting his bags out of his trunk. So Ali's door barely clicks his car and the guy doesn't even hear it. But Ali's a really good dude, and he just goes, Sir, sorry to tell you, but my door just hit your car. There's no damage. And the guy goes, he, he like, whatever, looks up and sees Ali, and he goes, I'll be the judge of that. Ugh. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he walks over, and he goes, yeah, yeah, there's a ding right here. And Ali goes, no, I, I think that's dirt. And he goes, I need your insurance now. And Ali goes, really, man? And he goes, yeah. What do you think? Of course I need your insurance. And I'm like, am I seeing myself in two years? Why are you being so spazzy? And so the guy goes the guy goes back to his trunk and he goes, get your insurance out right now. And while this is happening, Ali licks his finger or licks his thumb and like rubs the dirt off. Because he goes, I think this is just dirt. And then he rubs it and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just dirt. Come look now. And the guy walks back over and there's no, there's no ding because he just wiped the dirt off and there's no dent or anything. And then he goes, I need your insurance. And then he goes, uh, he goes, give me your insurance or I'm calling the police. Do it. Call That's him. what this guy. Yeah, I know. And I haven't said a word right now. So Ali finally goes, sir, why would you call the police? Your car is in better shape than when it got here because I cleaned off this dirt. And so now I'm like laughing and thinking it's going to go away. This guy was being such a bitch. So finally, I just say, sir, go ahead and call the police. You're being very silly. And I think you're going to get in more trouble than we are if they have to come here. And then he goes, this is not between you and I. This is between me and then gives Ali this dirty look and goes, and him. And I'm like, oh, now I feel something in my body that I don't normally feel because I never have to deal with racism. I am not good at spotting it. I am not good at anything. But now I, my body's going like, oh, this isn't about this door thing. Right. So as soon as that happens, I can feel my pulse in my temple. <laughs> and I said, call the police or put your phone away because I'm going to smash it over my knee. <laughs> and the guy's like, what? What? That's it. I'm taking a picture of you and you and your license plate. And then Ali goes, want to take a picture of my dick too? And the guy goes, he, his octave goes way up. He goes, what? What? 
what are, what kind of person are you? And he's losing his mind. And now I'm gig back to giggling. And I go, dude, get in the fucking hotel right now. And so I heard him into the hotel. And he goes, I'm calling the police on you. He's po- he's pointing <laughs> over me to Ali. And Ali just goes, do it, you cunt. And I am like loving every minute of this. And I get him into the hotel. And then we, we end up taking pictures and, and like a video where the door ding was. Yeah, so he can't fictionalize right. something. Right. Right. Absolutely. And so I kind of heard him into the hotel and, and he just goes, what kind of people are you? And I just go, hey, man, you're not in Kansas anymore because he had a Kansas license plate. And I was like the biggest dad joke of all time. And I go, you're not in Kansas anymore. And then we're driving to the show, just giggling our tits off about it. And then we're kind of sitting in the green room. And we both look at each other and just have this moment of like, I think that bugged us more than we both thought. Because we were giggling, but we were still fucking mad. Yeah. Like fight mad. Yeah. It was crazy. I've never threatened to. So at one point in the whole story, I'm not even involved. And then I say one thing and I become the only person that's actually committed a crime in the parking lot. I'm like threatening to smash the guy's phone. So, dude, it was nuts. It got crazy in a hurry. But I've also driven that far. Like, he drove from Kansas to Des Moines. Yeah. And I've gotten out of the car and been like, fucking someone say something to me, please. Let's see how this goes. I got a fucking gold chain and let me tuck my shirt in in case you don't see the gun in my holster, bitch. Hey, I know you got to go, but before you do, can we give everybody one more quick reminder that the Patreon officially launched today. That's patreon.com slash M-O-S podcast. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. There's also a link in this episode uh, in the description. Right now, there's some free stuff up there. There's uh, a couple of videos that Chad shot of the crazy naked guy who jumped onto the SUV and humped a bunch. There is a bonus story that we have a video of where Chad and I talked about geese having sex. That's all for free right now, but get signed up as soon as you can because bonus episodes are coming in May. Do it. Sign up. Bye. See you guys later. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m., so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.